Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. CNS Live. Thank you guys out there in the super cool nation for joining us for another week of this weird show that we do. Thank you all for uh, putting up with us last week when we uh, just didn't show up for work. We just didn't. Mainly because we went out and saw Captain Marvel. Which, we're going to get into that. Anyway, so thank you guys for joining us. Tonight we are talking about cosplay and cosplaying and what we're planning to do and if we're going to get it done. And I hate doing this show because it kind of makes me have to do things now. So it's like I put my word on it. Anyway, anyway, thank you guys for joining us. I'm Jason the X. This guy over here, this lady over here. I don't know why I said guy. Person. I this mean, dude. guy is fine. Like I'm it's still cat. It's cat. Yeah. Hooray. This is her whole thing, right? Yeah. And person on their phone. I mean, if it rings, you're dead. Oh no. That's no, no, no. true. Yeah. That's Cass. Is put your word on it a phrase? Word on yeah. Put my word on yeah, it. Word That's on a thing. It. Follow up question. Is it worth anything? <laughs> <laughs> it was a question. Thank, thank, thank you, Cass, for also questioning my slang anyway. You're welcome. <laughs> and in the uh in the blue outfit corner. Over, in the blue <laughs> <laughs> wearing red trunks and lined with gold. Weighing in at some he weighs in at forty five pounds. Yeah, I was going to say 65. Punch me. Punch me. Do it. Move. Come on. Come on. I don't have leverage. He was over there tenderizing the beef I'm using for jerky. Like, oh, Disgusting. Too many words that I just didn't like in that sentence. Tenderizing the That's jerky. a good phrase. It's a good phrase. <laughs> and behind the board, making everything look pretty and sound right. And she got herself a haircut. It's Cora. It's look so at how cute. look at how freeing it is. Look at it. Like, I know it makes me want no. to cut all my hair off. Now, now Bryce. Now Bryce. Would you? No, I can't do it. <laughs> Why don't you move your mic over closer instead of like leaning all the way over there? There you go. It's conspiratorial whispering. No, it's what it's swinging away. We're trying an ASMR video. Would you say? And she... <laughs> what is it? What is it? She were beating the meat. <laughs> I liked tenderizing my jerky. I thought that's the twist on the phrase. Goodbye, seven dollars from YouTube. I've been known to tenderize the jerky. It, it happens from time to time. It sounds worse when you say it. It does. It and maybe it's your matter-of-fact voice. Off the rails like, already. Okay. It's almost a record. It wouldn't be an SCNS live show if we didn't go just completely off the rails. It's true. Within two minutes. Exactly. Yo, well, yo, it's time to tenderize. You gotta open yo. only one side <laughs> of your mouth. It's time to tenderize. Maybe I'll find Paolo, maybe I won't. Mick. It's not bad. Hey, Mick, cut me. Cut me, Mick. Cut me, Mick. 
Hey, Rocky's had some good speech. I can't believe he wrote all those words down because he can't say any of them. <laughs> I think he's gotten good at acting, though. Did you see Creed? Yeah, Creed's Creed great. Creed really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't tell the difference between his surprise like and stunned by a punch to the face look. Like, I feel like those are the same thing, too. I mean, getting punched in the face is just, it's, it's a would, So you're saying you would take acting lessons from him? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's... Maybe not. I mean, just get hit so you'll know what it feels like. It, it, I have a good, I did. Like, knockout. I broke my nose. Yeah. Blacked out. I don't like Creed or Nickelback. Youth group was a rough place for Cass. You know what? <laughs> Shut up. That is where it happened. Yeah. And with that, we're going to move on to some super cool nerd news. Oh, so many things I want to talk about in the news this week. I swear. Uh, first of all, who the hell keeps letting R. Kelly out of jail? Anyway, but... <laughs> Go ahead, talk about that. We'll sit here in awkward silence. No, no, no. But we did get some good news. Coming to Disney Plus, they are doing a What If series. Now, for those of you out there who don't know what it is, back in the day, Marvel launched a comic series with Uatu the Watcher. Is it Uatu? Uatu, yeah. Well, basically, he would um, he would narrate events like, what if, you know, the Hulk killed Wolverine or Wolverine killed the Hulk? Or Cyclops ate a tuna sandwich instead of an egg salad sandwich to stay. Either way, questions abound. What if Spider-Man had joined, like the first issue was, what if Spider-Man had joined the Fantastic Four? Which was great. They were the they Fantastic Five. They yeah. were called the Fantastic Five. And Peter Parker's point. I feel was, like they could have kicked somebody else out. They were 18% less lame. They kick out Robbie the robot. Herbie the robot. There you go. They totally could have taken take, uh, take, took it. Herbie was taken the love him bug. In. Or like, <laughs> what if Cap had stayed frozen? Or, you know, had had Wolverine not participated in the Weapon X program? Anyway, these stories were great because all of those little questions that comic readers would have, they would typically answer them. And sometimes they would take suggestions from other people. Well, that series is coming to Disney+. Plus, and I am so stoked because we're already at that level in the Marvel Cinematic Universe of what if this had happened? What if these shows hadn't gone to Netflix and gone to Disney Plus instead? That's a slight jab to Netflix. <laughs> but get ready for all of these burning questions to be answered. Like, what if Edward Norton had stayed the Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> what if they'd given Hawkeye the screen time he deserved? Oh! oh. Here comes the Downer. <laughs> <laughs> what if Hawkeye had died in the first hey! The movie franchise would have exploded and it would Every have been sad. Five, remember that guy that shot the arrows? You yeah, yeah. yeah remember? <laughs> <laughs> then we would have the answer to a different question. What if people knew who Quicksilver was? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. What if Quicksilver hadn't died? There you go. He's probably just still being a big Figured I'd be a downer with everyone else. I don't think else. anything would have changed. What does Quicksilver actually do? He was Hawkeye's shield. I'm... Where's the ball? <laughs> <laughs> what if Professor X had worn a toupee? <laughs> oh, come on! They're... Oh, it's stuck. Yeah, it's like, not even like... Why am I telling her how to load the gun? Anyway. Yeah, if you want to shoot We don't have any details gun. on the series, but I'm hoping that they do it with different directors, different writers. Let's get some different perspectives in there. It's a perfect opportunity. Marvel's not great on Just one-shot deals, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, they can get better. 
this is this is what I want. So yeah. little one shot, maybe one part, two part stories. If you need two hours to take a story, tell a story. I feel like what if is the entire DC universe at this point? I mean, technically they we've, both are. And we've already been introduced to the Watchers, so we know they're out there. Yes. So yeah. it's a perfect series. I like it. Please don't, please don't suck. And now that we're getting the X Men and you know all the name more, all those people into, I think it'd be perfect. You know. Tell these stories. So, yeah, they've even created characters from What If stories, though. Like, um, May Mayday Parker, who was the daughter of Spider-Man and Mary Jane, she actually carried her own series for a while. And it was like, basically, what if Spider-Man had a daughter? And she's like, I'm Spider-Woman. And she was oh, great. Spider-Woman. Spider-Girl? No, she was Although very... Although he was Spider-Man. She, she was like very 14. adamant in the comments about being... Don't well, call her Spider-Girl. Spider Spider yeah, she was spider she was still a teenager when she got. Slime Superboy. He was so anyway. a teenager when he started being Spider Man. Yeah, but you know, man. Which is why he didn't have a great career as a photographer. That's true. He needed credibility. No one's gonna like Spider Boy. Spider Boy, give the hell out of here. I don't like Spider. Spider Boy. Boy sounds like a condition you can get from not eating enough vegetables. That sounds like. <laughs> that sounds like the old like fifties like that boy is born in Tennessee like that kind of stuff. I'm sorry, oh, sir. Oh, yeah, Spider the Boy. Inquirer. Yeah. Like, I remember when you used to see those magazine covers. It's like the devil's face seen over Gotham or whatever. Already with that, that's enough for me to get a DC <laughs> Plus, uh, our Disney Plus uh, subscription over a DC Universal. You know what? Titans <laughs> is okay. That's a great defense, Cass. <laughs> <laughs> look at how she just, look at how, as after she says it, she has to just like look off like. Is it really? <laughs> it's, it's not bad. I like that Marvel is exploring this. Uh, DC takes their what-if ideas and they just run with them and then they have to retcon them or whatever. It'd be interesting to see Marvel take a more thoughtful approach to not just throwing it out there and being like, this is also canon. It contradicts the other thing, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's going to be a great show because I read a lot of those "What If" comics growing mm -hmm. up, and I, I thought I thought it was great. You could you could really basically, like you said, invent a character. You can kill off a character anytime you want. It's a, it's an Elseworlds. It's a it's a what if. So it's it's a great scenario for storytelling because it it's not canon for any of the other MCU. I think that was some of the appeal of it for me as a, as a comic reader because I didn't have to pick up every issue of "What If." No, you, know? you didn't. It was I, I don't give I don't care. So and so let the Avengers. Throw that away. I don't care about that. I didn't have to pick it up. There was no obligation to get it. Yeah. So, you know, pick and choose your adventure. Right? Yeah, you can really have some, some good tragedies in those stories. <laughs> I personally, yeah. I, I personally, I'm just, I'm throwing this out there. The first one you start off with, let's go ahead and do the, the Gwen, uh, Spider-Gwen. Oh, yeah. Let's just do that one right off the bat. What if Gwen Stacy had been bitten instead of Peter Parker? Just do that story, and then we could just casually bring her into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, you know. Then we wouldn't have had Spider-Man. Universal Great. stuff, and whoop, and she's in there. Look at that. That's how they did it in the comics, yeah. and that worked. It also worked with Miles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can bring all these. Oh God, they could just do Ultimates. Yeah. Well, so anyway. yeah. What if the Hulk uh, had the brain of David Bruce Banner? I should say. I want the and, Hulk talking. And he was a French uh, Renaissance. Oh, yeah. Is, th is this how we get Mr. Fix-It? Yes. Ooh! Yes. Ooh! Because that's what I want. I want to see the Hulk in a pinstripe suit. <laughs> yeah. And talking yes. like a thug. You probably want will. It. 
I, I didn't know I wanted that until she said that. <laughs> I, I want the Hulk in the pinstripe suit and the and the fedora. Yeah. As a mob as a mob enforcer. That is still That's one of the greatest comic pin. things I've ever. Found. Oh yeah, that was a great run. So it's a perfect opportunity to tell those stories. Well, one of my favorite stories I remember reading as well from that series different. was what if Uncle Ben hadn't died? So Spider-Man did not, I mean, Peter Parker did not become who we know him to be. Would he not be, you don't think he would be a Spider-Man? I'm just lived? telling you what I read. In he the wouldn't book. have been yeah. such a bummer. Well, if his entire crusade wasn't based on guilt, then yeah, I think we that would be a really much more interesting Spider-Man. It would be Cap. Yeah. MCU Cap. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, Cat, what you got this week? That's not a good segue. Well, you <laughs> no, no, no. So, this week, uh, what did I have? Something about... Surprise! Oh, <laughs> Magic the Gathering is making a real effort to make it not such a boys club. Last year, the first woman ever to win one of the Grand Prix. I don't know a lot about Magic, spoilers. But the Grand Prix is their big tournament, and the first woman ever won it, 23-year-old Jess Estefan. And she was not happy when she won, based Ooh. on the reactions that she got from some toxic dudes who are the minority. But what's exciting to me about this is Magic the Gathering is reaching out and trying to involve more women in their entire process. Magic the Gathering, of course, is made by Wizards of the Coast, which makes D&D. &D. So they're actually making positive effort to include women in their hiring, in their character development, in their presumably class development. They had a, uh, they, they're trying to become an esports thing. <laughs> But they had a tournament with the 32 top players of Magic the Gathering, and they were all men. And they said that they, were, they wanted to include women, but to get seated ranks, they would have had to go down to like the 200th, because women don't traditionally tend to compete in competitive Magic the Gathering because of the small minority of the community so mm -hmm. now their their focus is not on like including enough people so that women can get in it's uh making sure it's a welcome environment for everybody so that women who win at roughly the same rates as men in competitive tournaments of this type that there's no surprise there that's all Immediately, the most I've done with magic is turn over a table that was full of cards. It was very satisfying. I would, I would compete in that. <laughs> I told one of my friends I would rather be lit on fire than to learn Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Had your <laughs> friends been lit on fire? Because if so, that's very insensitive. No, but it was a group full of. Well, it was a table full of. It had my friend and then all of his toxic friends, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to learn magic?" And I was like, absolutely not, but thank you. You should be careful with flames around toxicity. That's fair. The likelihood for combustion how we, is how higher. How we get the teenage mutant ninja turtles, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the teenage mutant ninja turtles happen. 
was an interesting discussion in our carpool <laughs> on the way over here. Matt Murdock, as a small child, was taking his pet turtles across the street and stopped the blind man from getting hit by a truck. He got blinded, and then the turtles also got the chemical on them, but they fell into the sewer. I like to link that they I like to link their origins <laughs> together. I mean, I but, but you see, um, the Ninja Turtles are in the DC universe now because we have DC. Oh, okay, look, I am so ready for that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like that. What is wrong with Troy Baker's voice? Troy Baker's a good actor, and Batman is very. He sounds like Superman. He's every line is like epic, and yes, I'm going to save the day. Batman doesn't sound like that. There's a whole lot of ninja stuff going on. And I'm what if Batman sounded like Superman? <laughs> what, <laughs> what if? What if Superman was Batman? What if? <laughs> no, I think they're consciously trying to get away from the Christopher Nolan's depiction of him, Thank which God. wasn't all bad. I didn't no. hate it as much as a lot of people do. But because of that, they're going too expressive. I don't think anything's wrong with anything about Troy Baker, but it, oh, it, it is a little emphatic for yeah. Batman. Well, Cass, what do you think this for us? A little bit of a bummer, Jason. Oh, no. So, uh, <laughs> trailer came out recently for a movie called Charlie Says. Uh, this is about the Charles Manson murders, and it, uh, Matt Smith, who's one of the most charismatic actors I've ever oh, seen, God. is playing Charles Manson. This is the second movie that's coming out in 2019 that romanticizes a serial killer. Uh, the other one being Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, which is uh, Zac Efron's depiction of Ted Bundy. This is kind of disturbing to me. Both of these are kind of separating the acts from the person in a lot of ways, and you can't, you can't separate these two things. They did these horrible, horrible things, and that was very much a part of who they were. And granted this is just a trailer but the way they portray Charles Manson is very charismatic very like almost this like wonderful person and it is uh it takes place after the fact and it's when the women are in jail on death row with flashbacks to the kind of cult it it's really disturbing to me I I don't know how to feel about these movies I don't want to live on this planet anymore like, mm, and I haven't seen either movie. Neither of them have come out. These are just trailers, but if the trailers depict the movie accurately, I feel like that's not a good idea. Luckily, that's not a thing happening with trailers right now. Trailers depicting movies accurately? That's true. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not that you can't separate them, but you, sh you shouldn't. Like, why? Yeah. What's the good What's the best possible outcome? Yeah. It's, I don't know. That's real that's, weird. Yeah, that's entertainment that um, will not be viewed in my home. Yeah. I, that's, I, that's, that's not my thing. As much as I enjoy horror films, that's true to life, and I don't want true to life uh, depictions or, or, yeah. or tragedies uh, explained to me uh, from a... Yeah. From a monster, a real monster. Yeah. If these were horror movies, I would absolutely be behind them. They're biopic. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah. I just don't like it. If, yeah. If I want, if I want a biopic, I, I'm gonna, I want to go for a happy-go-lucky story. I yeah. really don't want. Or at least like a, a person that you look up to. 
And see, as someone who, uh, I find fa serial killers very fascinating, so I like to research them, and I'll watch like the A&E specials and their Dateline specials that they have about them because they're usually very factual. I, and I'll admit, like certain ones were very charismatic. Like Charles Manson did have a level of charisma, in order to like be yeah. able to control these people. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Ed well, Kemper. Like. Yeah, because Ted Bundy was not actually. Ted Bundy was just a really good liar. He wasn't even really that charismatic from his depictions. For his time. They for his time. him very handsome, so yeah. that helped. Yeah, and it, that is just a classic case of a hot white dude getting away with murder, literally. Kind Thank of. You, Jessica Jones. But, um, I have seen movies based on serial killers before. Like, I watched Dahmer a while back, like, years ago. They did a really good job of not separating him from the acts that he did. I saw that. Mm -hmm. And it was probably the most uncomfortable movie I ever watched, but that's but I went into it knowing that that would happen and expecting that to happen. And I was glad that it did because that's how it should be. If these movies don't actually make people uncomfortable while they're watching them and they go home and they're like, oh, Charles Manson... I'm I'm just we have to destroy the world now because yeah. people are already doing that with Ted Bundy and it's all it's the most uncomfortable thing I've ever read on the internet. Yeah, anything but, that ooh. like romanticizes mm -hmm. or makes it anything that can be copycatted has to be approached so carefully, and the only reason I can see to make a picture like that is to illustrate the warning signs, maybe. Yeah, but just. For entertainment value, like, not behind it. I will say, uh, the, one of the victim, the last victim, I think, of Ted Bundy that actually got away, she said that she thinks that the movie might be very important for that, to watch out for the yeah. warning signs. Um, but I don't know about this Charles Manson movie. I don't know. I'll have to watch the trailer for that yeah. later, because I'm curious. You and I share that fascination, though, the, the psychological aspects of what it does is really interesting and it's something to look out for but I also know that I'm not going to become violent from researching it I'm concerned yeah. with others I will say um, if you are fascinated with the psychology behind serial killers and you want to watch something about serial killers that handles the subject I think very responsibly Watch Mindhunters. Ooh, yeah. Uh, it's a Netflix show, Jonathan Groff. Um, it's got, I don't remember his name. The guy that plays Ed Kemper is ridiculously talented, and it explores the subject, I think, in a very responsible manner. Well, Ed Kemper was weirdly respo responsible about stuff, yeah. but yeah, the actor who plays him nails. I have to catch up to Umbrella Academy, which I found. <gasps> He's in Umbrella Academy. He's the one. Uh, he's the other cop with Hazel. Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll have to. That's the I, same I'm not actor. That point, so. No, you've seen it. It was first episode. Oh. The real big guy. Oh, okay. Oh. Hanging out with Mary J. Yeah. yeah. That's the dude that played oh, Ed okay. Kemper. Yeah. Well, I would watch both of them. So. Yeah. I, I would say I'm straight up documentaries speak. are compelling and yeah. interesting to watch. Ooh, I guess yeah. I, I I'm not too much into the, you know, the fictional aspect that they can sometimes add 
to further glamorize someone in these uh, biopics. But, um, but uh, you know, I do find it interesting when you have a man committing crimes when they were in, in his time, when they were committed, you know, these federal agencies and local authorities weren't in Bundy's time is what I'm referring to. Mm -hmm. That they, they weren't uh, communicating well. That they, they, you know, they yeah. didn't share information. So some of the things that prevent authorities from finding these people and solving these crimes, I, I find interesting. You know, yeah. that, you know that they couldn't probably get away with today. Obviously, with all the uh, cameras and everything that we have now, and the way authorities work together. But yeah, um, I guess I, I tend to not gravitate towards projects like these. But uh, but documentaries. I do find interesting. They're very, very different. Yeah. Which brings us back to what I opened up the show, well, open up the news with, who the fuck keeps letting R. Kelly out of jail? Anyway. <laughs> you get one. I got one. I'm going to take my You one took the too. show's one. <laughs> I hope you're happy. He always get it. Because he says it first and he's greedy. <laughs> you're greedy. But also I wasn't going, well, was to, wasn't going to. Anyway. Bryce, can you make me happy after... Uh, this movie that I'm probably just not. That's watch. another great segue, Jason. <laughs> I'm just not Can I make you happy? Um, it's a very, very generic uh, question. I'm Can not sure how I'm going to do that. <laughs> jerky. Jerky. Can you tenderize I mean, some jerky for us? I guess that's not an unrealistic <laughs> expectation. Oh God. If I owed somebody a favor, but I don't think I owe you that kind of favor. So that's just. A weird request. What's your story? Yeah, just go to the story. <laughs> What's oh, your story? Sorry. This is ruined. Okay. Just go to the story. <laughs> the look of horror on your face. Mm -mm. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> What's the story? I don't go skating. I don't go skating because it's not good for the ankles. You know, yeah, Adrian, you know. But uh, there is this the documentary, face. it's called In Search of Darkness. What? Nothing. Go. Search of Darkness. You're a <laughs> Yeah, In Search of Darkness. Uh, this is an 80s documentary, it's supposed to be the definitive documentary that's going to be coming out soon. Uh, there's an Indiegogo campaign that you can support this project. It's made by fans, for fans, and it is being, you know, uh, Crowdfunded. Thank you. Crowdfunded by fans. So, thank you for filling in that gap that I could, that my brain could not it's figure not it out. It's a hard word sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, the documentary is going to have a lot of horror luminaries. Uh, Stuart Gordon. Um, it's going to have Barbara Crampton, Jeffrey Combs. A, a lot of uh, people that have been heavily involved in the industry uh, are going to be contributing stories and anecdotes. So I'm looking forward to this, and you know, if you want to contribute to the Indiegogo campaign, you can spend about one thousand three hundred and twenty-six dollars, if memory serves, if you want to be a producer on the show, or you can contribute a lot less, just so you know. Mm -hmm. But it, that's out there. Anybody got a thousand bucks in this? Yeah. Um, I'm going to spend that thousand dollars on cosplay instead. Uh, that's that's where I'm going to throw my yeah. money. Yeah. But see, that's what a segue would look like. Yeah. But that show, like. <laughs> right? But that show looks really interesting. There is a trailer for it on YouTube, and um, I saw a small segment of Barbara Crampton, uh, an excerpt from her interview. I think it's going to be interesting because there. I don't know how you do a comprehensive '80s horror documentary. The, the iconic. There's so many good films, so many good actors, but they're going to try. 
Yeah. Uh, 80s horror was kind of all over the place, mm. but also, I mean, it's... Some of the best stuff out there. Yeah. yeah. It moves in a very, like, directional line, though. And yeah. From just, like, uh kind of psycho-ish, but mostly slasher, then it starts getting more and more, like, technological in the movement of where society was through the 80s. I would love to tell that story, and if not, watch yeah. someone else tell that story. Yeah, well, Peter Jackson's movies, John Carpenter's, there's a, there's a wide range of, you know, sci-fi and blood filled movies. Friday the 13th, Bloodbath. Nightmare on Elm Street, some of the best oh, stuff out great there. Great stuff out there. Alien came out in the 80s. Yes. I would love to see if they got into the nitty gritty like when they started using fire extinguishers for blood pumps and stuff like that. Like That's what I would want to see. Also, yeah, I'm hoping they have some great stories like that. My favorite just... horror, no, one of my favorite horror franchises was mostly in the 80s. Uh, Evil Dead. I love. It's not a it's not a great it's not horror franchise. Good movies, but it is amazing. No, well, Evil Dead is a perfect summation of 80s horror in so. that it's all over the place it itself. Is. Like, yes. what is it? It's demon or hell or ancient or because of a book or language or skeleton armies. This or... shot looks cool. Also, there's a tree face. Don't worry about it. Also, there's three Stooges antics. It really is. Very much so. Very much so. Plus, you get to ride the little red wagon. (laughs) Who doesn't want to do that? Uh, Joe Dante, I neglected to mention, he's going to be part of it. And he did The Gremlins and and, uh, a couple other films that were really good. So, yeah, should be good. Did Chucky start in the 80s or was it the 90s? Child's Play? That was 90s. Child's Play was 90s. What about uh, the, the one and only Leprechaun? Was that the 80s? I, feel I think like that's right. 90s. I feel like that's right on the edge. We don't have a we lot of Irish it. representation. You know, <laughs> speaking of leprechauns, these. I'm going to throw in a plug. Go. Because I can. Dark Hour in Plano will be doing their St. Patty's Sleigh weekend. This St. Patrick's Day weekend. Yeah. Where you can, you know, be killed by evil leprechauns. They were all evil spoilers. In well, what? Yeah. Which <laughs> depiction? Like, think the first movie of Leprechaun, the, the one and only Leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think those kind of Leprechauns and okay. Evil Fae, and you have our house. Evil Fae. I just can't be scared yes. of something that I can evil is run faster than and also could probably just kill with a lot more. I think you can run faster than me. No, Leprechaun? Leprechauns are the zombie, is a zombie thing. Yeah, kind of. They the will, yeah. they'll, no, they overwhelm you. Yeah, that's what you the lawnmower for. <laughs> Lawnmowers can only help you so much, my dude. Well, we'll test that. These here. aren't the Travelocity <laughs> Garden Gnome. It's a leprechaun. It's <laughs> two different they're things. Not that tiny. They're smaller than mm-hmm. people, but they're, and they're yeah. smarter than not you are. That's the whole they, thing. Also, they also have access to something called magic. Oh, are they doing? I don't have access. Huh? Are they doing puka? They might. I actually don't remember all of the characters. I do know that we have leprechauns and we have various fae. Do you have selkies? Probably. They're not usually Selkie. evil, not, but yeah. they can be. Run around with fur coat going, <laughs> I have access they don't to have a to be fur. Deer. They can be seals. They're seals. <laughs> a John Deere you will, the, like the best way. Take a selkie. The be- <laughs> oh, my God. The best way for you to find out would be to come to the haunt. 
Oh, this St. Patty's Dark Hour. This St. Patty's Slay Weekend. Nice. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> Castles. No, you're not done yet. Me. You're not done yet. I'm not? Well, Bryce, you, you got it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my transitions have sucked this evening. <laughs> All right, so I guess it's my turn now. I guess I shouldn't make my selkie stick joke then. <laughs> oh. Did you say poop cup? <laughs> okay. Anyways, bringing out some more good news. We got an official trailer for Good Omens this past week. Yeah. Well, within the past two weeks. I mean, we were out for a lot last week, so, you know, good enough. But we got an official release trailer that had more than just Aziraphale and Crowley, which, yes, we got to meet the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, we got to meet the Antichrist, and we got to hear um, some of the other demons and some of the other angels talk. Yeah, so, hey. and like, it's looking so good. It's looking like a beautiful, beautiful love letter to both Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman, and I am so excited for this. It's going to be on Amazon Prime coming up in April? I think, so, yeah. Like late April? Yeah, like late April. I can't remember the date. They do have a release date. I'm just... Didn't research that again, but yes, oh, oh, oh. it will be coming out. I am with every shot they come out of Aziraphale and Crowley. I fall deeper and deeper into love with this series, and I haven't even watched it yet. The book is one of my favorite books. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. It doesn't look like and much is going to be spoiled for you. It looks like they're taking a little bit of direction, like artistic liberty with it since it is a new medium that's not a book oh you also got to meet um agatha the witch can't forget or not not agatha agnes the witch can't forget her may 31st may 31st Ooh, Ooh, longer than I, thought. I can wait neil gaiman is busy <laughs> he i don't think he knows how to stop neither he nor his wife know what the word stop what means he's doing. Yeah, he's nobody tell him how to stop, please. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. And I'm yeah. excited. Yay. Yeah. Thank you, Cor. Have you checked it? Are you ready for Gods and Monsters? Or American Gods? Uh, <laughs> it, it I knew I would get that reaction. The premiere, I knew I would get that reaction. Yeah. It premiered on Sunday. She hasn't seen it yet. It was so, it was pretty good. It was, it was pretty crap. good. Crap. It, it had one amazing scene, and the rest of it was pretty good. Which okay. was awesome. Well, to move on with the show. Also, uh, quick thoughts, though. Uh, this morning we were treated to the Avengers Endgame trailer. We're getting one more. We are 42 days away. Quick thoughts. Uh, what did y'all think of it? Kat? I can't believe they did that color. The what? The color, the specific, like, black and white color splash. Oh, with the red. Very Sin City. Uh, yeah. I, I wasn't with that. Uh, it's very 2011 Instagram. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, they did it better than 2011 Instagram. That No, it looks, uh, I don't even know why they're putting out trailers. Obviously, we're going to go see it. So, like. I didn't need another trailer, but I, yeah, I'm but, like, all right. I don't think it moved the needle for me a lot because I was already excited about it. I like seeing Rocket in an actual Guardians of the Galaxy costume. I did like the, the costume. The uniform reveal was pretty good. A friend of mine said, if him and Rhodey are hanging out, I want them to be called Roadkill. Ha! <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I was like, I'm all right with that. So, yeah. uh, what'd you think, Cass? Uh, all hail the sad mohawk. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think it's funny that two-thirds of the trailer was not new footage. Let's not talk about percentages. 
They have to find 50% of the population. So two thir- what's two-thirds of 50%? So what's your just explain, you know, <laughs> getting goods to places for the Thanos? Or six. I think, I think we could have right. talked about it this whole thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's talk about supply chains instead I of mean, just wiping I mean, everyone, everyone has out. enough potatoes. And we're back to Irish. <laughs> hey, yeah. Bryce, you? I, um, I, I was sort of uh, not really impressed with the with the trailer, uh, for the same reasons Cat was for some for some reason. I, but I am excited for the film. I uh, did want to see more of Paul Rudd. I don't know why. I just want to see more of his character. I think he's really great, but. Uh, but I, I, I love the idea that um, the group, whatever is left, is banding together, and it's, and they have new costumes. Yeah, they got, a, they got even Rhodey like did his armor in the colors, which I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know about that. I think you're just gonna stretch the, the shirt over his suit. <laughs> I mean, they a little bit look like Cybermen from 1960s Doctor Who. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm not really getting the, the get up yet, but. You know, Ant Man is such a different rhythm than. Everyone sense. else, that it's really entertaining. Also, yep. you're the Ant Man of the show, <laughs> so. Meaning, my rhythm and vibe just don't just no, don't match. They don't match, the but they coordinate. Like I think you make our show better, but you're a different rhythm. Real weird. I asked yeah, for an you're insult real and weird. got a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. a weirdo, Bryce. Cora, thoughts on uh, Avengers Endgame? We like it. So My bad. baby was in the trailer. He was like in most of it. I'm so happy. <laughs> they heard her, please. Like, you don't know how much I was squealing. Like, every time he was on the screen, I was like, he's here. He's here. But also him, sh- like, the shot of him shooting with his daughter. Kate Bishop. Maybe. There, potentially it's not, Kate Potentially. Bishop. It's not confirmed but you better believe that if it's confirmed in here that her name is Kate or Katie, that um, I'm going to lose my ever-loving mind in the theater, and I will probably be asked to leave because I'll see it at Alamo and I can't That's yell. Cool. We don't know her. Are you yeah. going to lean into the constantly getting mistaken for a 12-year-old girl thing and just cosplay her? Um, yes, actually. I, I really want to cosplay Kate Bishop. So bad. Well cosplay goals and with that we want to talk about some of those cosplay goals what so we what, what that was a she helped you no, thank, that's thank how you that was a segue, segue. <laughs> hey so that's how segways work amazing <laughs> so you're one for five the costumes were and the props that we're going to kill our co-host with i just wanted to like do it do it Ooh, i'm a co-host <laughs> 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 I can't. I need healing. I love I need healing. Like, I'm willing I need to, I'm willing to get the costume just to go with this prop. You have to have, like, a 199 over your head. <laughs> I need healing. I need healing. <laughs> I need healing. Oh, just, like, just chase Mercy and Lucio cosplayers around the con. I need healing. No, you have to run the other way and then say I need healing. Good point. Good point. That you dodged be... four of my oh. arms. Stop saying you need healing. So, like we talked about last show, con season is up, and as cosplayers, the crunch is on. A lot of us, we have we have set goals for costumes that we want to come out with um, and debut at these shows we're going to be going to, and uh, we're going to talk about some of those and some of the process we're going. But, Cap, this is your show. 
from this point on. Yay! What time is Have it? Have at it, Hoss. As much time as you Mark need. it at 8.45. The show just took off. No, I just wanted to... <laughs> is that rude? No. It yes. Is. Accurate. No, I just kind of wanted to see what cosplays people were working on, where they are in the process, what they're excited about, what they're doing next. 8.45? 8.46. Jason's off the show. It's my show now. Anyways, uh, let's um, start with. Well, why don't we start with Cora? What do you? Uh, what do you? What's your next cosplay? What you working on? Or having commissioned, or touching up to a redo? <laughs> um, the ne I have two that ah, I have two that are currently in the works. Um, I'm doing Kojaku from Dramatical Murder with some friends of mine, because he's the pretty one and I like him. Um, <laughs> But will you be able to do a gender bend? <laughs> I better. No, no, there will be no gender bending. <laughs> I'm going to get um, an open binder, or I'm going to get a binder that is flesh tone and color it a little bit so I can have the open chest. Nice. I'm not making an open chest because I don't want to buy that much latex. <laughs> and I don't want to learn how to sew that with spandex. <laughs> That's not a good first project. But I do have um, his kimono piece. And I'm just going to put that on now because I'm cold. <laughs> that window is open over there. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why it keeps just getting cold for no reason. You know, um, I found this um, from another cosplayer. He was selling some stuff. And he found it online somewhere. But it's... It's very nice. It's so yeah. pretty. Yeah. I love this thing. I, I just wear it around the apartment, honestly. Did you find it on like a Facebook group or like a no he's a cosplayer that i follow on instagram hawkward cosplay hawkward hawkward because awesome. he, he cosplays hawk from uh uh dragon age there we go yes we oh we'll get into <laughs> it was that. our first guess we'll get into that later <laughs> but no um i'm sure we will oh we will but no um other than him i'm working on cypha from Castlevania. Yay! From the Netflix Castlevania. Yay! I'm so um, happy about that one. I'm currently waiting for the costume to come in. I commissioned it from Songbird Cosplay on Etsy. So once that gets in, there will be pictures all over my Instagram because her work is really, really nice. I just, I'm also waiting for the wig that I want to use as the base to uh, come off of back order in the color that I need. Oh. But that's all that I'm currently working on right now. I have two that I have planned but we'll get to the planned ones later yeah that's awesome bryce what about you yeah can you come back to me because yeah trying to jason party. uh i have been like sl i slow work all my cosplays because i'm lazy and i like playing video games and i'll have to do stuff with this show but i am finally making some progress on my uh mccree cosplay i always do better with props mccree like when I what's he from yeah he's from a little game called overwatch you may have heard of it um Maybe. But I always do well on props. Like, I did, like, make my Strider uh, costume from Capcom vs. Marvel. I made that straight from scratch. Like, everything was done. Like, sewing and cutting fabric. But I made a sword first. I always do well with my props, which is why I have this gun that I've had for a year, and yet I don't have a holster. But I do best with my props because I cannot, I can't sew for crap. I mostly commission things or try to find other clothing that I can transform into that, like, Snake Eyes is just old military gear of mine that I just happen to have laying around. I molded the uh, the visor, though. So, yeah. Um, the other stuff is like prop weaponry and whatnot. But 
I'm working on McCree. I did commission the chest piece because it's a little bit out of my, and I want it to look good. So armor I, is hard, and like. it lights up. So oh, and, nice. And luckily, a friend of mine actually messaged me a couple days ago. The whole reason I'm commissioning the chest piece because he 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 messaged me and said, "When are you getting done with that cosplay?" I was like, oh, "I'm working on it." He's like, "You can't build armor for crap." He's like, "Send me the measurements on your left arm. Don't ask why." So. <gasps> Gonna have his mechanical wow. arm. He was like measure up. He was like measure above your elbow, around the medius part of your forearm and your wrist. And what size glove do you wear? I'm like, well, what are you doing? He's like, just do it and shut up. And that's the last I saw. Oh, well, it's the last I heard. So was it the medius part before or after your jerky got tenderized? <laughs> Definitely not. Anyway, deep cut. You're welcome. Oh. The only other one I, I want to do this summer and debut, and it's funny because she has a kimono. I want to do Samurai Jack. That would be fun. Because I, Samurai Jack is one of my favorite characters. I think there's a con that Phil Lamar is actually coming to in the area. So, I think it's either at Fan Expo or Acon this year. I think it's Fan Expo. I want to say Fan Expo. But I just want to go up there and just hear him. They call me Jack. But I do have Forget the shoes already for, huh? Forget that he was. Yes, I was, was thinking. Jack. I always think of him as Jon Stewart. Well, I mean, he's everybody. He is. He's, he's so many things. Yeah. But, um. I would love to get Samurai, even though it's an easy, it's an easy cosplay to do. Um, the top knot, it's finding a kimono that looks like Jax is the problem. I even have the sword already done and the shoes. So, I mean, I'm going to have to have definitely something underneath. I, I ain't doing the Jack thing underneath, but, you know. Hospital gown kimono. No, Jack, like, wore, like, those bandage underwear things. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not oh, doing yeah. that. Like, this, what, what sumo wrestlers wore, which I don't know how historically accurate that was, but, hey, you know. I mean, just gives you, like, four ace bandages. Don't use I'm ace bandages in lieu of any kind of underwear. It's dangerous. I'm also back, to, I'm also back in the gym so I can like get in cost shape. But anyway, um, the only other one I want to redo is my Chris Redfield because um, his look is adapted more from Resident Evil 2, which is what mine is based around. So I want to do something more with that because it's not going to change a lot, but you know, I want to change up. Yeah. It's so. always fun to change one up. I always intend to like update and modify my cosplays very rarely That's what do. you're doing though. Sort of. I think um, I, I think it'd be cool for us to all walk around in Overwatch cosplays. By yes. Way. So we need to convince Kor to do a, a character and we need to convince Bryce to be Genji. Hanzo, do Hanzo. I want to do Hanzo yes! so bad. Yes, do Hanzo. I would be no, we should get Bryce to do Zarya. She's a, she's a Russian power if I had more Ooh. muscles, I would definitely do Zar Zarya because, uh, well, actually, I don't pink hair. I used to have pink hair. Yeah, Let's I know. Hair. I have like some of hair? your old pink hair dye. I'm ready. Let's do it. It's funny because my... we're gonna get... we're... he's going to do Zarya. Well, it is funny because my friends are... I want you to finish McCree. Whichever. He said, I want you to finish McCree so you can slowly work on a Batiste costume now. Don't do Batiste. Why? I don't do, I don't tend to do, like, uh, characters, just personally, of color, and the reason is I want anyone who's thinking about becoming a cosplayer to see a gap and be like, I should cosplay, because I can help fill that gap. That's just my current philosophy on it. I mean, I am a but, color, so, you know, I'm good. Oh, I thought you meant him, Batiste. No, I meant me. My friend, oh. No, my buddy said, I want you to finish McCree so you can slowly work on a Batiste costume that'll be done oh, in yes, two years. Oh, yes, please do that. I just think Batista's shady. He, he is. is. 
What? But he's so shady. He's telling. Like, he's cool, though. He's so do him. He was at one point. He's a bad guy. Yeah, probably. Probably. We'll see. <laughs> anyway. No, I want you to do, especially since you're back, like, getting gains and stuff. You could, oh, you could yeah. do an awesome not, Batiste. I'm hoping, I'm, I'm, that's another problem. Like, cosplay, like, I, I gotta fit. Like, I can't do something stupid this weekend because I can't fit into the costume, but I'm gonna pass that off, so. Was that your funny hutch? Oh, yeah, I can't do it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> Cass, what are you working on? Wow. I am working uh, on a, a girl, uh, Aloy, from Horizon Zero Dawn, a game that came out a couple years ago. I absolutely fell in love with this character. Also, she's a ginger, and... Uh, that's not that's bad. also a damn good thing. I hate the whisper. I hate words so She's much. a ginger. She's a ginger. That's it, Paula um, That's a lot of work you're going to have to do on that wig. I'm going to wear the wig. Rude. Not for Aloy. Really? She's a ginger. Yeah, she's got like all kinds of braids and stuff. And, like, yeah. Okay. I'm going to do that with my hair. Can you learn how to braid? Wait, she can braid. It's not hard. So maybe don't wear a wig then. You're I already ginger. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have been working on her for several months, kind of the way that I cosplay, because I tend to be living that broke artist life, is, um, Hello. I will, yeah, I will, um, buy the materials for one part of the cosplay. So these are... <laughs> From the chat, you can do it. <laughs> these are her skirts. Uh, she wears five of these kind of around her, and then she has these kind of brown Ooh. leggings underneath them. So I did these several months ago. They have stitching, they're top stitched, uh, all kinds of stuff, and they fold over. That I did several months ago, and this I just started. This is her vest. Uh, yeah. That looks good. It's, uh, she's got a shirt that goes underneath it, but I basically, I sewed it and then I top stitched it, but this is the only thing I bought that day because this is fairly expensive material. This is suede. Uh, so it's really nice and it's really expensive. So I'm hoping to have her done by May. Uh, I already have her skirt, her leggings. I'm making her vest. I have some of her beads that are around her neck. I still need to make her kind of undershirt uh, and her boots. Her boots are really complicated. They have like three or four layers, one of which is fur and then they have like a net around them and then they have several other things so we'll see how that goes i'm curious what you're gonna do about because like i brought up props the bow uh the bow the bow i am i should say i am not a props person i am not good at making props you live with somebody who's outstanding at it i uh i am the (laughs) sewing person and so i'm going to very calmly and nicely ask kat to help me uh, but I'm trying to make it out of wood. I have a regular bow, and basically I'm trying to build off of that. Uh, but Kat is helping me out with that. And lucky for me, Kat just bought a jigsaw. Kat bought a jigsaw <laughs> this week. She was inordinately excited talking about herself in the third person. A jigsaw, <laughs> a real power tool. Wow. I'm so happy. It just cuts right through wood. It's, it's incredible. It's almost like that's what it's for. Like I started shaping this, the handle to this uh, gun blade. Eh, you won't be able to see it super well. But like started, this is a commission I'm working on. Uh, started shaping it out with my new jigsaw. And then Nicely I'm going to dremel it down. Thank you. 
And, and for reference, here's what it will, here's what it should look like, and what here's it will what it look, should look what like, it what it should look like, and what it will look like when it is finished. I just want nobody to see what it will look like. Oh well, too bad. Just can you can you find a really crappy cosplay of a gunblade and be like, and this is what it looks like at its best. That way, when I finish mine, they'll be like, wow, this looks at least as good as that crappy picture. Can we just duct tape Cloud's sword? To McCree's guy. <laughs> 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 is that not what I, I feel like that's what a gunblade is? <laughs> it's you one see, or the other, okay? <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. Does that mean, does that mean, does that mean that the gunblade came from the thought of taking Vincent's weapon from Seven and Cloud's weapon from Seven and just melding them together because this was from fi in Final Fantasy VIII and they're from Final Fantasy VII, so that's what they're like. Let's take the two best characters because let's be honest. I mean, yeah. do we want to get into why? Is this what a migraine feels like? <laughs> no, we don't. It like it was a, dumb as hell. It's like a DC thing where somebody thought of the idea at four in the morning and nobody said no so they put it in the game the next day and never looked back it's like people in the movies <laughs> like, that hold their guns sideways like, oh. kill shot <laughs> no but it's it's cool it's gonna be very sturdy i think it's a stupid weapon but it is a fun design it's so. really cool oh it what? looks it looks cool as hell it does <laughs> what else are you working on cat so the other thing i'm working on is uh this is if you have seen me at a con, you've probably seen me cosplay Junkrat. It is the most fun I've ever had cosplaying a particular character. Usually hang out with my buddy Roadhog. Scary um, blue daylights out of me. <laughs> or the yeah. voice actor of, Ro of Roadhog. And Junkrat. We've both met the voice actors for our characters while dressed as them, which is a little terrifying. Anyway, Dallas Fuel. I don't know if you know anything about Overwatch League or me, but if you know anything about me, you know that I love Overwatch League. It's an eSport based on Overwatch. They're coming to Dallas. And guess who might make a fool out of themselves cosplaying in the Dallas Fuel skin? Is it going to be you, Rat? <laughs> I can't do the voice right now. Well, you can't do the voice? How's that? Anyway, working on Junkrat. There's two things. Money. That's going to be awesome. Boom. What's the last thing that you did? The last thing I did, I've been working on this bag. It's functional. Uh, it hangs from a strap on its side. It's I admire made out the of functionality vinyl. of your Junkrat tire. Oh, yeah. I am recovering the spikes for the Junkrat tire. Do the voice. <laughs> from the chat that I do the voice. Uh, I can't think of any Money of his lines. Money and explosives. I need to work on my Australian. But yeah, the the tire backpack. Fire in the hole! I can't do it without you. Anyway. Fire in the hole! It's functional. The spikes go into it. There's a little Velcro hubcap, which this is going to replace the old one for the purposes of this skin. And yeah, it was just a chance to kind of go back and redo some props I've done before and see if I could make them look better. So There's always room for improvement. So far, grenades, so good. The grenades look amazing. Thank you. They're the grenades are out. hard to do. A lot of airbrushing. They're foam. 
their toilet paper holders filled with foam, covered with foam. And do toilet paper rolls? That's impressive. Yeah, but they're filled with foam, so they have some sturdiness to them. And then capped off with more foam. I'm most comfortable with EVA. Foam. Uh, it's a lot of bathroom say... visits to get that many toilet paper rolls. <laughs> I, was, I was asking people to keep when you're theirs. With your toilet... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one of the things they kind of have to explain. Like, yeah, why, like, why do you want my toilet paper You could, you could have just done a paper towel roll. And cut it up. I thought about that, but these are already like the right length. And anything that I can screw up measuring, I will. So it seemed better to have a standardized length for Do you them. need the whole team to save for <laughs> you currently? I don't think I'm planning on doing any more I'm Junkrat skins. I'm waiting for the weirdest request that's going to come in, come in through our chat. Everybody save every chicken bone that you get. <laughs> how, do you, how do you pattern your stuff? Um, there are several really good cosplayers that teach different things. This one... A lot of it a hand sketch, actually. There's a cosplayer named Zonzon Zombie out of Austin. Oh, yeah. She's in Austin. That did Junkrat, and she did a really good Junkrat, and I took some of her techniques and I adjusted them a little. She's got a great YouTube channel, and I follow her Instagram. She's, she's really she good. I did not know she was in Austin, though. She, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> I just know that because she mentioned it uh, when she did the Junkrat shoot. And, of course, I watched every video she did on Junkrat. A lot of it's loosely based on that. But I don't think her tire functions as a backpack. So everything about my Junkrat so one makes me happy. <laughs> it doesn't look better, but it functions better. Like, my canteen is usable and usually filled with Red Bull. The bag can actually hold cosmetics. It's nice. I like it. We just need to go cosplay and do weird things. Like, well, not weird things, totally normal things. Nope, weird things. He should do Mercy. Mercy would be amazing. Well, when we all dressed up together and went to, what was it, Fan Expo about a year ago? Mm -hmm. That was great. Because they, the two of them together cosplaying over <laughs> is, is fantastic. Incidentally, if you, uh, I don't know if you said, I, I do, I cosplay Roadhog. That's, I did say that. Okay. Yes, yeah. she does the Roadhog. She does very, yeah, very does. well. And she's often quite quiet as Roadhog. He doesn't talk very much. Because he doesn't no. talk very much. But and we I, like, I we like it. We, we rode the train. As, <laughs> Do you know, was... what's the one? The one? Idiot. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I can do. We rode the, the dart rail while I was dressed as Snake Eyes one time. <laughs> and it was awesome. Like, people were like, purposely, like, they would take one look and go, nope. And just like, walk past me. And one lady was staring and I just kind of went like, like, turned towards her real quick and she just got a little... The best one was Cora and I. She was dressed as Phoenix Wright, and I was dressed as Chris Redfield. And we walked into a McDonald's, and they thought I was like a cop. Not a, well. Not only did they think that you were a cop, they asked me how I got my hair like that. And I, yes. I told them it was bath. It was craft woman bathroom caulk, and they started freaking out because they thought it was my real hair. You hurt Phoenix Wright. It looks like weird. a helmet, but they thought it was my it's real not hair. It's as hard as a helmet. It is like well, it's it's waterproof bathroom caulk, so it can withstand the rain. That, that stuff thing will protect is, her in a crash. I swear. Yeah. That stuff is really good. Like latex uh, caulking for foam is amazing. Yeah, we so, took we took um my my uh, friend and I took 
craft foam to make the shape of the spikes. Yeah. And then we got just extensions in black and put them over it. And instead of using like glue or something, we just used the bathroom caulk on top of it. So we could also, because once it started, um, at a certain point when it started drying, you could mold it and it would stay. So we made the ridges in it. Mm-hmm. Nice. And everything, so it like it's it's permanently like that. I've had it at the bottom of a box like for a, like a year, and then I f- took it out, and it still had it like it looked warped. I put it on my head; it was still completely like it was when we first made it. Aren't you doing some effects for your cipher that's on the way? Aren't you gonna do like an ice and a uh, fire thing? We were talking about. Um, yes, I'm gonna be working with Xander of Nerdy Notions, and he's going to help three print three D print some clear. Um, some clear magic effects and I'm going to put some LED lights in them so that I can have magic effects for her like her um like the her her magic spell that she has with this and her some of her fire spells are you going to use that there's a something that TNT sells that's like clear for LED lights it's like centra but it's clear so you can see through it it's Maybe. supposed to be good for magic. LEDs under You're not gonna it. Do like a translucent, I thought you'd do like a translucent plastic. And have That's what it up. is. Yeah. I'll, but, I'm oh, gonna, I'll print. look into it. I haven't, I didn't know about that, so I'm gonna look into that actually, because if I can make it myself, that'd be even cooler. I was just looking at TNT cosplay, of course, in Irving. Yeah, they, we're, we're yes. really lucky to have them like local. Cass and I are trying to, trying to get out there, because I need a bunch of their, they have EVA foam that isn't textured on one side like the eva you pick up at lowe's or home depot or and they sell it in large sheets and in different yeah. sizes owner, and so. densities yes so yeah that it's yeah, i was trolling just through all of their supplies the other day and i saw that clear plastic and i was like mm, i might need that for an upcoming cosplay mm-hmm. bryce what about you what's she doing bryce came like prepared he's already got one done I'm going to be cosplaying as a gentleman caller. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Um, What's this big secret cosplay? I can't tell you the secret, but I yes, can you tell can. you, not tonight, but I can tell you that I am commissioning one. Uh, the, the team knows that I'm doing that, so I'm not, I'm not a, not much of a seamstress. I'm not much of a, I'm not either. I'm not much of a 3D printer guy. I, w- I wish I was all these things and more, but um, I, the only thing I've ever made was a duct tape suit uh, for Superman's arch nemesis, Toy Man. Oh, God. <laughs> and it was all duct tape. It was all pink and blue on the suit, and it was awesome. I had the glasses. How long did it take you? It took... It took... Um, I don't know, maybe 12 hours or more of duct taping, of duct taping a suit. Yeah. Uh, having never done that before. I haven't either. I've I was just tried. curious. Uh, making that suit cost a lot of money because duct tape isn't cheap. And it was, yeah. uh, and you know, I had to, you know, there were mistakes made. So I don't know how mistakes many rolls it was. Made. <laughs> you, made, you made mistakes in your cosplay? That's weird. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Right? Uh, yeah. I th- probably used, you know, six or seven. It was a lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, there were two different colors, so I was probably eight or nine. Anyway, so so I did I did the pants, I did the jacket, and I had a great time doing that. And then I used a slingshot as a prop, which I didn't make, but I borrowed from a friend. Now I've I've done another uh, cosplay that I created on my own, but you know, again, like Jason, just kind of you know, just kind of throwing things together and and doing some 
Um, I, I guess I can pick some things up, you know, off of, off of the internet, and I and I can, you know, take something out of my closet and, and make it and make it work. I've done that for Star Trek, but uh, I believe you have a picture. Uh, okay, I was about to ask this picture. Uh, I maybe I should bring this cosplay back. It's the most handsome photographer you've ever seen on this planet. <laughs> it's truly amazing what this what this individual can do and there's no one that won't smile for him. <laughs> no one. No one. I guess I'm behind. What oh my time? goodness. <laughs> that's an act that's an actual photo, not photoshopped of moi. Bryce, is that a mullet? That is a mullet. Okay. That is a mullet. And I'm wearing a fish tie. So that that I can do. I can do. Oh, I I I I've already like spoken on this tie. <laughs> so when you take a picture with that, does it go? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Blinding. It's, it's not the old west. There's not, a, there's not smoke. That goes no. No, it should. It he should. puts his head under the cover and he's like, "Now smile, everybody." No, no, that no, you can't, you can't mess with the hair. The hair's got to stay out that's, of the cover. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. It's, I mean, that's true. Yeah. So. Flash powder. Yeah. <laughs> So aside from those, I am working on another one that, that's simple that I forgot to mention to you earlier in the pre-show, but there's really not much to it, but it's one I've been looking forward to doing for a long time. But the one that I'm commissioning that uh, I'm hoping to use in May is expensive, and I've never spent that much money on a cosplay, so I'm really looking forward to that. It, and the most expensive thing is the boots. It's it's not cheap. Shoes, dude. Like, no matter there's, how there's really you no get them. Nope. <laughs> I, I think I've gone to a thrift store or modified my own shoes. Because... I mean, I have two, but uh, even then, like, they weren't... They were still yeah, the most expensive. It's just, it's I wouldn't know how to begin like, how I'm, to do that. I bought boots today that are going to be used for Marie Cosway, but also worn as boots. So... I want to learn how to make like boot covers. That I know how to. Like, I know how to make boot covers. Cora's gonna teach all of us how to make boot covers. I can make them can as long as they're powers. out of spandex. I mean, how do you think either one of our cosplays ever gets done? I think props. Like my Strider sword over there in the closet. <laughs> yeah, I, I. It's nice to have a teammate because Cass can sew things, and everything I've sewn so far has turned out awful. I should ask her to fix something for me. Anyway, okay. <laughs> She's available for hire. I'll I'll talk to you as soon as the cameras are off and no one can see. Twenty dollars an no hour and it will take twice I'm, as long as it really should. And I will pay you. So anyway. Oh, you you know, since everyone else got to talk about their their yes, plans, yes. and yes. I can't go one show without talking about with not talking about Sweet End. What's that? What is that? Have you ever mentioned that before? I I, I don't think I ever have actually. Okay. <laughs> it's a video game, right? Uh, you know, you might. You're like it's a lifestyle kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I want to do two of the main characters from the series. The um, first main character, or one, yeah, the main character from the first game and the main character from the more recent game, because they're both very, again very pretty, and also technically I can reuse one for the other, because they're in the game, the. In the fifth game, the one that the beautiful Silverhead boy is from, he dresses up like the other one to walk nice. around to walk around as like a, a commoner mm -hmm. to hide because he's a prince, and it was like a throw to the original game, 
So and some design it, aspects would work for both. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. And he, he spent the whole, like, if you talk to people, they're like, your clothing is hideous. Like, okay, this is great. Like, wow, rude. <laughs> yeah, but I like both of their designs a lot, and both of them use either some kind of bow staff, which I think is just wonderful. So... That's awesome. Props are fun. Yes. You're, you're going to have to help Props me with so the fun. one with the silver hair. You're so going to have to help me with that one. Cass is also really good at wigs. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I did her jumper on wigs. And it's going to do it again. Hooray. <laughs> Yay. Well, we've set some cause goals, so I think most of us are shooting for May. Uh, oh, mine are, mine are August. Because <laughs> I'm... I'm damn. Well, I can't cosplay really in August. Or in, in May. May or June. Okay. Because of the of Nighthawk, I have to have specific stuff for that. Gotcha. Ooh. Yeah, boob stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually, you know what? No, I she admits it. Stuff. No. Oh, she, I admit it. Yes. I admit it. I admit it. No. It's in the you, same show. She has beaten me over the head with this for three years. Tenderizing your jerky. Like, we could have done without one. She has been no. She no, has no. been very explicit about what her required costume well, for this boob. Required. Is. You know what? Required. That's loose. The, the booth owner no requirements. Well, the booth owner has said, you know, whatever you are comfortable with. And I don't mind showing these off, so I wear things that are extremely low cut, or I wear corsets so that they are up and out. And you wear corsets. I wear them. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I could do a female Kojaku to do that. Ooh, do, it. Like, do it. Do yeah, it. There we go. Yeah. The most messed up things, like the first year that I, I saw her work in the Nighthawk booth, I, I was turning the camera on, I'm getting Lilo's, and I pointed at her, and she's like, so she goes like, ah, and then she goes like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> she just jumps up and down, and I'm, and I'm like, There's no way to why did you just do that? that? I'm not going to lie, the first time I saw it, like, I was staring, but in a in a positive way. Oh, I don't mind. Like, I don't mind a girl. I was like, wow. <laughs> This is gift material here. I don't know why she, she's like, huh? And she you know what? To be honest, jiggling my boobs is fun. It is. Jiggle, well, jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. It's a good jiggle. feeling. Everyone well, can identify, I'm sure. Well, we have set some cause goals, and I, 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 we, we need to get them done. Whatever it takes. Don't. Yeah. Whatever, it whatever, takes. It takes. whatever it takes. Whatever it may take. Whatever it takes. And we have training to do in the gym. I've, I've been going, except for yes. this. I'm glad for the ding, night ding, off. Ding, ding, ding. I've been beating the hell out of I went to the gym earlier today, and you and I need to get back into the gym every day ow, so we ow. can so we can pummel the Oscar Mayer <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have. And with that, everyone, thank you for joining us on this weird-ass show that we do. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you go over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Live, and like our stuff over there. Pretty much all social media, SCNS Live. But if you want to follow us individually on our uh, social media pages, you can follow me at JasonTheX. You can follow me at BetterCat on Instagram. Or you can follow Cass and I doing awful drawings of Truly Overwatch awful. League broadcast moments. Account, yeah. So you know who has? Just so it's Overwatch League broadcaster. It's Doa Drawings, D-O-A Drawings, and its namesake Doa. Followed the Twitter. Followed the Twitter, as did Monty. So we have a combined audience of like four hundred thousand people now that 
potentially see our terrible drawings. We've both Sweet. been retweeted and liked by these people with these over quarter million fans and their bad drawings. Terrible drawings. <laughs> so happy that my artwork is out there and passes <laughs> as well. It's truly terrible. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cass underscore Bradley. That is K-A-S underscore Bradley. You can also find me on Now With Milk, which is my comedy YouTube channel that I share It's where with, she's funny. It, that uh, I share with a bunch of other people that I went to school with. Uh, our Kickstarter is up for one more week. It's the Now With Milk Kickstarter. If you'd like to donate, that would be amazing. That's it. That's my pitch. You can find me on Facebook. Bryce Culver and on Instagram, uh, Bryce Culver, and I also have an Instagram toy page, which is called Trapdoor Toys. Are you Check posting it on it? You post? I did post. Recently. Good. Mm -hmm. I need to get better. I tried to look yesterday. <laughs> and the lady over there? Oh, sorry. I was stretching and playing with my sleeves. You can follow her <laughs> at. Corodono, K-O-R-O-D-O-N-O, -O -O -O, where she screams into the void about no, Suikoden. That is, not what, that is not where I scream into the void about Suikoden. Oh, no, you, um, if you want to follow some of my artwork right. and some of my photography stuff that I've started doing and cosplay stuff, you can find me at Corodono on Instagram. I've just recently posted some drawings that I did for a concert recently and also some photos and videos from the concert. I'd be really appreciative if you checked those out. I worked hard on all of that. You can also find me on Inst on Twitter at Hawks Perch, and that's where I scream uh -huh. into the void about Suikoden, and sometimes the void screams back. That's weird. It it it's rare, but it happens. Please join me. I want I want more people to talk to about this. <laughs> Please. But also this weekend, you'll want to be following us on the Twitch and YouTube channels as we go into part nine of our D and D campaign. As we have adventures at the, where, where are we again? Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Yes, we are doing a murder mystery, and our DM is pretty much kind of stoked us on this one. So anyway. Yeehaw what Ranch. Happened? What happened to the halfway girl? <laughs> what happened to her? With our new it's creepy cleric. It's going to cleric. get ugly now. Our terrifying cleric. Captain Flickerbaugh. Marcus So join us 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. For some D and D action, uh, there's stories coming, and Bryce and I are bringing guess. some uh, um, alternate heads back as we talk about our plastic crack addiction. You also be at Alcon, yeah? Yes. All right. Well, yes. We'll be there. As that shortly. photographer, kind of casually vlogging. As the photographer, as the photographer. <laughs> Not tonight. Or will I? <gasps> It's his own mystery. Dan, dan, dan. And with that, we have reached the end of the show. Make sure you join us, like I said, Saturday. And, of course, next week when we return to do more of this. But, as we always say around here, keep, keep on, on nerding. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Tenderize Pummel your that jerky. Oscar Mayer. Pummel that Oscar Mayer. Your dad is watching. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Oh, deep cut. That is our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the live video version of this, you can find it at YouTube and Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much for watching. Have an amazing week.